All right, today we have uh, another good episode that should get another great testimony today. We have, I'll say my brother. I feel like I say that a lot. Whenever I have a male guest, I say my brother. But yes, that's is. good. We brothers in Christ, too. But we talk like every day, so. Yeah, pretty much every day. So. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like funny. every day. So it should be good. Uh, how you doing today? I mean, all is well, man. Glad to be here. All right, that's good, man. I'm glad that, you know, you decided to come by. Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Share your testimony with us. So, uh, I don't like to hold up, you know, too much time, but I like to go ahead and try to jump in as much as, as quickly as possible. I guess people, I don't like to just waste time. I guess that's what it is. But <laughs> if you know me, you know that's who I am anyway. So, yes, sir. That's uh, how good, man. You know, that's tell us a little bit about yourself, you know. Uh, where are you from? I don't think I even said your name, did I? No, name Floyd no. Williams Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the second. Not, yeah, not the, the second the, one. Not, not, not the father. Yeah. The, <laughs> they both got strong wave game, though. So. Oh, yeah. Like, they deep today. I had to put the hat on. I ain't got no haircut. The ice cold, the ice, ice storm, man. Yeah. <laughs> so. But we going to uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, where you're from. Um, okay. You know, just got your backstory. The backstory of Floyd Williams Jr. Did you grow up in church? What was your, like, whole childhood experience like? Yeah, yeah. So, so for me, uh, I grew up in Desoto, mm -hmm. uh, Desoto, Texas. A lot of people probably don't know where that is, but that's a little outskirts of yeah. Dallas, I guess, suburb, like suburb of Dallas. Suburb Dallas, yeah. yeah. Kind of fancy a little bit. I don't little know. <laughs> Middle class. Middle Not class. suburb, suburb, but it's suburb. Yeah. It don't get two suburbs, just one. <laughs> yeah, not, not two suburbs. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I grew up, man, uh, youngest of two, two, uh, youngest of three kids. Oh, for real? I got two older sisters. I didn't know you had two older sisters. I know you had one. Yeah, I got two older sisters. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so I'm the, the baby boy. Um, got two parents. You know, thank God they both still married, still together. You know, been uh, a long time too, right? Yeah, like forty some years. So. Oh man, that's a blessing. I said, ah, that's a blessing indeed. Yeah, that's a long time, <laughs> man. But yeah, but uh, you know, just blessed to have both parents grow up. Um, growing up with both parents in the house. You yeah. know, both. Parents uh, raised us in church, right. you know, so we grew up, shoot, two, two church, I went to two churches growing up, so it, oh, wasn't, it wasn't no getting out of it, like, it's, you got church at my dad's church, go to church with my mom, it's like, you, was it like, was it like, you was going to one service and then going to another one yeah, on just, the same day? Just different weekends. Oh, you just different, rotated? Different weekends, <laughs> I gotta go play the drums in my mom's church. So oh, you like, play the drums? I'm learning something, I know you yeah, play the drums. Yeah, man, we used to go hard, but it's been a while, it's uh, been a how while. Long, how long has it been since you played? Ooh, man, at least... 15 years. I was going to have to get a solo drum session from Florida. Hey, if Ooh. I get it back, if I get back in there, I'm good. You know, so I just got to get the rhythm back. Go ahead and get you a drum session. Go ahead. Yes, sir. <laughs> I've been played. thinking about it, though. I, I, I wasn't that good. I played for oh, like, man. I, could, I, could, I can keep a decent beat on a congregational song. <laughs> That's about it. But nah, man, I we, didn't get that good at it. Uh, I played till I was like 12. And that man, we, we used to play, uh, I played a little bit of keyboard, a little bit yeah. of organ, man, so... Uh, I just gotta get it back, man. I just I know you played the organ too. That's yeah, crazy keyboard. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Why you ain't over there with the you ain't with the musicians? Yeah, I don't know. Gifts and know. talents. Go I ahead know. and go. I'm gonna pick these pick these talents up. The Lord be like, son, <laughs> I gave you these talents. You need to use it. <laughs> you didn't even. Uh, I didn't know that. What you said? You said you played the drums at the. Did you ever play the drums at the church? Now? Mm -mm. I just played at my mom's church. Only played at the mom's church. That's yeah. crazy. So. I uh, you know you said y'all was, I didn't mean to go on that tangent, but you said no, it was yeah. like alternating weekends. Yeah, so we would alternate weekend, like I go to church with my dad some weekend, go to church with my mom, um, and then, you know, stay had the weekly services with right. my dad and stuff, so we was in church a lot, and right. then when we went to church with my mom, it was all day, 
Yeah. You get there in the morning. You didn't get home until the evening time. After you didn't come home in between, you just bring your food and stuff in between <laughs> church and go back to evening service, and then you finally get home. So oh, we had church a lot, but you know I appreciate that. Good yeah. foundation, you know. Yeah. I know a lot of people can't have that testimony, but I think it's good, you know. Yeah. And now I got my son, so I gotta make sure he get it, you know, like we did. Yeah. You know, raising him in church. But so I, you was like participating. I mean, obviously, it sounded like you was more. You participated more in church stuff at your mom's church than you did at yeah. uh, at ours. So yeah. growing up, like, uh, was it like was it weird going to two different churches like that? Uh, it was sometimes because you know you'll see two different things at two different churches. You know, yeah, you'll yeah, see yeah. two different two different um, atmospheres right. at two different churches. You know, so. At one church, you know, it was a lot of shouting and stuff and, you know, running around. And then another church, it wasn't so much, you know. So it was just. I know it's one. <laughs> you got a little bit of both. I know, you know? it's one with the shouting church. <laughs> it, just, it just, you know, it was different, you know. But uh, yeah. it was it was cool, though. I mean, I enjoyed it, man. You know, I appreciate it. Because my, uh, my uncle was the, the pastor at my, at my mom's church. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was a Bishop Thompson, man. What did your mom's brother or your dad? My, my mom's. Sister's husband. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, and he was, man. I'm talking about, man, you know, you would see somebody, like, live his life, like, outside of church. Like, yeah. he was, like, a great inspiration to, like, me and my cousins because we'd be with him a lot, you know. Yeah. And just seeing him outside of church, it was like, man, this dude, like, he living this thing. Man. Oh, it was, man, it was like, no excuse for us. Yeah. He, it was amazing watching him live his life because... I say the stuff he did. I said I can't do that. You know, oh, for real? he was just. So I was good. gonna get into you already. You kind of led to. I was gonna segue into like you know, um, I did. Was there a point where you just kind of started to stray away from church oh, and yeah. wanted to live like that? You was like, yeah. I can't do this, man. But, so you know, going to church all the time, you know, you you got the rules. You know, you feel like yeah. as a kid, you know, yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. like I mean, I got all these rules. I'm locked down. I can't go this. I can't do that. You know, and so when you get older, you're like, well, when I get older, man, look, I'm finna go, I'm finna go to college, I'm finna go do me. And even in high school, it started drifting, yeah, yeah. you know, it's like, I'm finna go do me. That's when it kind of started happening for you, like, in high, high school. Yeah. What do you mean by do me? Because some people say do me. Is it just like general stuff? Like, just like the stuff that they told you not to do, you know, like, you can't go to the parties. Well, I'm finna go party. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> Were know, you sneaking out to go to them? Oh, yeah. It was like, a lot of sneaking. Okay. <laughs> I was like, Lord, help me with my son. I was like, I gotta watch him. <laughs> I gotta reap some stuff. Man. I don't know. <laughs> and so you just started to, like, like you said, go out, like parties. Going when out, like, party, were you drinking man. in high school or doing anything like that? No, nah, I didn't really drink, so I got to like college and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any any like thing else like Like when I got yeah. to college, you know, drinking and got introduced to, to uh weed Houston, and stuff. Right? Prairie View. Okay, okay. Prairie View, man. You know, Prairie View is actually a great school, man. Yeah. It's a great school. Like if you go down there and focus and yeah. they get you man, they got a lot of great opportunities, but it also has opportunities for other things, you know. Yeah. I fell into some of those things, like just yeah. smoking, partying, drinking, yeah, and uh, just everything that I was raised not to do, you yeah. know. And I got down there and uh, got hooked up with some guys, man. And and I, they actually like we all kind of had the same background, you know, like church, raised in church, yeah. got the guys like, man, we finna just you know finna chill, do us, but you know it wasn't nothing but but God that just kept us. During yeah. that time, you know, even when we was out there acting stupid, yeah, you know, kept us from things happening because it's right. you know, you know, I hear our pastor talk about being shot at and stuff, you know, and yeah, I like, man, I've been through that, man. Like, I've been that's great. We was leaving the party driving, 
Driving away from a party, some car behind us shooting at us, and we ain't know why. <laughs> like randomly chose. <laughs> we ain't talking to nobody that night. Because you got the ways for they like your way. Yeah, I like, man, what do you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's a horrible situation to, yeah, it's like, to bro, just find yourself in. Yeah, it's like, why they shooting at us? Like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. But thank God, you know, none of us got shot, but. That's a blessing. That's, it's a blessing indeed, man. Yeah. Uh, so. I always had, it seemed like, you know, you talk about growing up in church and then just kind of drifting away um, and finding yourself in, I guess, situations that, like you said, you stated earlier, um, that you weren't raised to put yourself in, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, but um, I was asked, and I always want to know, looking back now, can you pinpoint those steps when, you know, Basically, how did you come to know the Lord? Oh, yeah. And can you pinpoint those steps, like, you know, where God uh, started working with you and started dealing with your heart? I don't think for everybody it's like a one-time thing. I mean, I know the Bible says today you hear his voice hard, not your heart. You remember that day? Yeah, but a lot of times there are steps that led up to that that God put you in. Can you, you, like, recall those steps for us? Oh, yeah. And for me, man, it was, uh, like, the Lord... He's always dealt with me in dreams. Like, he's mm-hmm. always, I just had a dream two nights ago. I'm going to yeah. share it with you, too. It was like, <laughs> yes, Lord. Yeah. Um, but in my dreams, man, I was having these, like, real bad nightmares a lot in college. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, you know, in the dreams, it was like these big worms was on me. Like, these worms, probably as big as a desk, man. Like, yeah. and they was just all on me, holding me down and stuff. And then uh, I know I, I remember, like, it was a, you know how you think you're waking up out the dream, but you're still in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I woke up out of one. And I was still in another dream, and it was like these weird-looking symbols on the wall. You know, I had yeah. never seen them. I'm like, man, this is crazy. And then uh, I remember trying to call my roommate for help, and, you know, I remember, it, like, in the dream, he opened the door, and it was like this big red light behind him. Like, he looked so evil, and I'm just like, man, you know, yeah. it's like, it's a terrible dream. You know, woke yeah. up finally um, just sweating and scared and stuff, right, you know. Right, right. And, um, you know, and then it, and also, you know, it was when, like the enemy, you know, the enemy's gonna always be there trying to take you down further than what you want to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember, I don't know what it was, something just, you know, you know, you just be down. And that's when the enemy began to try to talk to me and try to be like, "Hey, man, you know, look at all the all the bad stuff you've done. Look right. at all this wrong you've done. Right. You know, like ain't nobody gonna understand. You know why you did this stuff? Like you knew better than this. You know." And, he was saying, like, uh, hey, man, you might well just take your life because you can't come back from this. You know, you yeah. didn't did all this wrong. There ain't no coming back, you right. know, and try to make it seem so big. But, like, in that same moment, mm-hmm. that's when the Lord began to, like, you know, just, just you know, speak to your heart softly, you know. And yeah. he began to let me know, like, hey, you know, I know if you've done all this stuff, you know, nobody, it's possibly nobody will love you again. But even if then, I love you. You know, yeah. I love you. I care for you. I'll be for, be here for you, you know, no matter what. Right. You know, and that's when I really began to, like, get drawn to the Lord. And, you know, I thank God for our ministry because I think about it, um, Pastor Lee, Bishop yeah. Lee in Houston. Yeah. So he was instrumental in me, too, coming back to the Lord because um, they would always offer services to come pick us up from Prairie View. For real? Take us to church on Sunday, feed oh, us, real? and take us back to school. Oh, man. And so, man, every time I see them, man, I'm just like, man, I really appreciate them because they was instrumental in me coming to the Lord because it was times I would go there. I think they had church on Friday nights, too. Yeah. And, man, uh, just, you know, crying out to God, you know, knowing that where I needed to be, you mm-hmm. know. And um, I appreciate this ministry because, you know, Apostle Obias, 
you know, let the Lord lead him to start these other churches. And if he had never started Houston Church, then I wouldn't have been able to get, you know, the, the guidance that I needed to get back on track. Um, so it was it was really just a series of events where trying to get through the, the, the college career, you know. Mm-hmm. And How long was it when God was dealing with you in those dreams? Oh, man, weeks. It was weeks. It was weeks. Remember? It was just like, was it every night or was it? No, it was more like every other night, every couple of nights. It wasn't like an every night thing, but he definitely didn't let me have uh, peace. You know, he was yeah, like, yeah. hey, you, you know, he made it clear, like, you need to come on back to me, you know. Yeah. And so what What eventually, like, what What eventually happened, like, to that point to where you just basically surrendered so when I, to God? So when I graduated uh, college, I... Uh, I moved home for like two weeks, mm-hmm. and then uh, I, the girl I was with at the time, she convinced me to move back to Houston with her, which was yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever done. But, you know, <laughs> at the time, they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to come live. No, nah, it was not. So I ended up moving back home. Yeah. <laughs> so I got back home, and it was homecoming, uh, homecoming 2009. Okay. And uh, Bishop uh, Paul Cannon. Paul Cannon Jr. Old okay. Cannonball was preaching, and I don't <laughs> was it a Sunday or it was a I think it was Sunday that oh, Sunday for homecoming. Okay, and I don't even know what he's preaching, but he was I preaching. Think he man. did preach a Sunday morning on homecoming yeah. around that time too. And he was going in, and I say, man, he's still one of my favorite preachers, man. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That day is just like click, like hey, today is a day. You said you don't remember what he was preaching. I don't remember what he was preaching. I just know he was preaching, and that was the day I went. I was like, "Lord, I'm I'm tired. You know, yeah. I need to come home." And it was, I guess, it was homecoming. You know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> something like, related to that. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. No. Yeah, <laughs> and you went down. You got saved that that morning. I got saved that Most morning. Most people don't go down to homecoming. You usually like a quick because you know people be like, "I'm hungry, I'm ready to get out Man, there." Man, I was. I was fresh back to hear to somebody say they got saved and feel yeah. like homecoming Sunday. Yeah, I was. Fresh. You got filled that day. I got saved that day. Yeah, saved. I, that I day. didn't get filled to. It was, it was some time. It was in January, I think I got filled. So it was some months, and you were saved, and then I got filled. Uh-huh. And I Do you remember, remember that day? Oh yeah. Well, I remember the, the afterwards. Uh, my dad drove me home because I couldn't drive. Oh, <laughs> like, like dad, I can't drive, man. Like I, and, you know, you you hear about people so you drunk in the spirit, drunk in the spirit, and then to actually experience it though, <laughs> say, yeah. man, I was like, oh, I love it. So you knew you was filled when you came out. Hey, man, you hey, did that to carry you to the car? No, nah, I, I was walking, but it was it or was just that, like function. You, you were just full, man. Yeah. You just full. It's like was it just like you just joy or what was it's it? It's just joy, you? and it was a feeling of being completed and being mm-hmm. whole. You know, yeah. and it was a great feeling. And you felt it immediately when you came up. Oh man, listen, yeah, I just know I was, I remember driving. My dad was driving us home, and just looking out the window, like look like you know how the lights like they just be. Like blurry, but a long like stream. Like, <laughs> like everything looks okay. Yeah. Like man, this is weird, but it was great, you know. And the, t- the tint of sin was gone. Oh yeah, man. Had the it was great. To the Lord, I love it. It sounds amazing. Yeah, I was about man. to ask you that, that everything looked new, but you was like, it I looked, drunk, it man. looked good. Same. <laughs> I, I understand now when they say you drug in the spirit. I understand it. For firsthand, man. Yeah. And I love I love seeing people when they get filled, man, because I remember I know how it was for me. So I'm yeah, like, yeah. man, I hope they get that too, you know. Exactly, exactly. It's always a blessing when you get filled, man. It's nothing. I mm. think it's no it's 
it's never words that can fully it describe it. it like, ain't. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we use, like, simple words like joy and peace. But I feel like people's, like, minds are so, like, warped these yeah, days. Like, no, no you words. try to explain it, you're like, man, I can't really ex- – I, I got to experience it. You got to. Yeah, if you experience it, then you'll know what we're talking about. Like, you know? Okay, this may sound cheesy. but <laughs> So, you know, the Bible says, oh, taste and see the Lord is good. So, okay. I always tell people, I'm like, man, you know, like, I'm like, man, give it a taste. Like, all you got to do is just try it, right? Same, like, same. I'm not telling you to stick with it if you don't like it. I'm saying same. try it, but you I just guarantee taste it. if you try it, you taste it, taste. Man. you know what I mean? Like, you know, if somebody offer you some food, you'll taste it. Like, I ain't telling you, just taste it. See if you like it, yeah. right? Taste and see. It's good. You be like, all right, give me some more of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just taste and see it, right? Just, that's exactly what you want, because you know, once look, you get a taste of it. Yeah, like, I don't want to let this go. I need yes, this sir. every day. But yes, sir. I love, I'm glad you uh, shared with us that portion of your life. Uh, but after you get saved, after we come to know the Lord, right, we know, like, everything doesn't just stop there, right? Like, the enemy wants to call us to go back, and we understand that for us to go from faith to faith and, you know, different levels in God, it does require us to, um, we're going to deal with some hardships, Jesus told us, right, in the yeah, world. You, you got know, to. You're going to have some tribulations, right? But mm-hmm. we can be of a good cheer. Yeah. But, yeah. Now, sometimes it's hard when you're going through it, you know what I mean? Like, but uh, there anything like that that you've dealt with since you've been saved, any trials or anything oh, yeah. that you've dealt with that you can share with our listeners? Maybe yeah. just to try yeah. for words of encouragement to let, because we know that we're not the only ones that deal with it, right? Oh, yeah. Somebody yeah. else may. And for me, it's uh, more, you know, the enemy, he always tried to fight me with, and you know his, you know his tactics, you know, he always tried to fight you with, you know your past, mm-hmm. are you really saved? You know, like, are you really saved? You yeah. know, you know what you, you know, are you, and you're like, no, nah, I'm saved, man. I don't even do that stuff no more. That's not even me no more. Right, right, right. But that's the, the, the one thing he always tries to um, drop those thoughts in your, in, in my mind, right, you know, right, like, right. I don't know, man, you know, you, he might not be saved, you know, like, nah, I am saved, you know, you right. got to talk back to him and be like, right, hey, right, right. I got it, yeah. you know, I got it like the Bible said it, that's yeah. uh, one of them things where he, that's what he fights me with, you know, trying to make you doubt, you know, mm-hmm. what the Lord did in you. And then, you know, I just sit back and look. It's like, okay, well, I look at the things I used to do. Mm-hmm. Okay, I used to party, drink, smoke, and all that. Like, man, I ain't did that in years. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm good, man. Yeah. No matter what he's saying, you know, and it's all lies, man. I was telling my wife that the other day, you know, I say, the devil's going to do his, his job as far as trying to drop lies in our heads. Mm-hmm. But... Knowing that it's him coming, knowing that what he's saying is a lie, right. I said, just flip it. Right. So if he's saying that you're not saved, that must mean he know I'm saved. Right. You know, if he say... I ain't had those thoughts before I got saved. I didn't have those thoughts before Never. that. He never had those thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And now all of a sudden, it's like, oh, nah, nah, man. He know that you saved. So he going to do what he can to try to turn you back around. But that's just more, more fuel to the fire, you know, more, more motivation to keep on doing what I'm doing because... Obviously, I'm on the right track. Right. Otherwise, he wouldn't be bothering me. What? Um, so I know you said that's been like the ongoing thing, the main thing that he tries to do. What scriptures do you stand on to use as, like, you know, standing on the word of God? Because I always believe like the way I fight the enemy is with the word. That's what Jesus did, right? He fought the enemy with the word. So that means that that's how I should yeah. to fight the enemy. Man, my my. to pray and then he fought with the word. So. My my scripture, man. And this held me through the years is Isaiah forty one ten, mm-hmm. you know, fear thou not, mm-hmm. for I'm with thee, you know, be not dismayed, for I am not God. Yeah, you know, I will strengthen thee, I will help thee. Yeah, uh, I will uphold you with yeah. the right hand of my righteousness. So it's like no matter what I'm going through, 
even if it is a tough trial, yeah. he said, I'm going to uphold you. Right. You know, so like, I'm good. Just hold on to him. Right. Hold on to him. Get through the trial. He's going to be there with you. Yeah. And we good, you know? Yeah. I like that you broke it down. You quote that's that's like you know that's your real face. Like, you that's, quote that's, that whole that's that's in there. <laughs> right, even thinking about it. That's <laughs> in there, dude. <laughs> Tell you that's that's in there. Just you know when you need it, just ah, pull it real quick just to get that that strength you need. I love it. Yeah, like you said, he he he'll there. He'll uphold you. He'll be with you, and he's not going to leave you. He's not going to leave you alone. Right. Yeah, like man. I love it because the Bible talks about like no man can pluck you out of my hand. Right. Like no that's man. on. So like the trial can't pull you away from God. It can't. Only way you can leave is if you choose if you to leave. leave yeah. You have to choose to leave yeah. God. So yeah. it's yeah. not no no. I don't matter. It doesn't matter how bad it gets. It doesn't matter how how bad the circumstances get. If I want to hold on to God, and He'll yeah. hold on to me. He'll so, hold on to you. Yeah. Yes, I love it. Any uh 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 any songs you know. I always talk about songs too, cause I, man, like, I think that like we, I mean, I stand on the word, I mean, I, but me, man, I like get yeah. you a song that start speaking to you sometimes when you're going through. And for me, it's your spirit. So it's it's not really just one song. Like I yeah, just like all of them. I like just I like old school like hymns, the old school gospel hymns. Oh, okay. yeah. Like I need the you know oh yeah, yeah, I need yeah, yeah. the I'll be yeah. walking around the house singing that yeah. you know and, like your pops or just not like the, not quite like your pop. Well, you know, hey, <laughs> I, I try. <laughs> he got more experience. Yeah, <laughs> I try because he. I say, oh, you know, I even hit these notes like that, man. But <laughs> yeah, but uh, I like the old school song, but I like some new songs too. But yeah. I'm kind of weird. I'm kind of with these new songs. You know, you got to watch them. You know, they be. I don't know what they be yeah. talking about sometimes. Yeah, like, yeah. Ah, ain't make no connection. Yeah, I need that old. Man. I need Something you, Lord. Walk with me. Yeah, yeah, like, you know. It's, old stuff that got meaning to it yeah i totally understand that well i said you've been saved though uh have there been any um like spiritual heroes in your life or oh yeah you know, my spiritual dad. friends yeah yeah my dad what have they man. done to encourage you along the way oh man besides just you know praying with me and knowing when like the lord will tell him to call me or text me mm -hmm. you know just offer them words of encouragement you know but he's been the perfect example you know how to how to live this thing you know so i've always looked up to him as far as well, you know, this is the life he lived, you know, and I seen his life be blessed because of it. Right. So that's my that's my example, you know, my hero right there. Cause, and then also, shoot, Apostle Obiz and right. Apostle Herman. It's right, like, right, man, right. Especially Apostle Herman, I look at him, he's like my uh, like my, my beacon, you know. Yeah. I, whenever times get kind of tough, I just kind of look to him. You right, know, right, and see, right. You know, see the strength that he carries and see the uh, – the, basically, the strength that he carries to keep on preaching his word and to keep leading us. Yeah, know? especially nowadays, it's needed because mm -hmm. I mean things change so fast, and oh, yeah. it's a struggle to find real men of God in this day and time, right? Like, so to hear, I like how you you have it on both levels. Um, like you have your father, right, who's uh, who doesn't say like I don't know. I've never seen heard him call himself a minister or anything like that. But mm -hmm. just a real man of God who knows his word, who knows how to stand on the word of God, uh, and he lives has, has lived being a real man, real godly man, right? Exactly. Uh, and you can see it. Um, somebody I love talking to as well, right? Oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, I love about him too. You know, even growing up, you know, in the high school years, you know, yeah, he he'll give you the word, you know. Mm -hmm. Give you, you know, what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. But he'll let you make the decisions, you know. Like, yeah. hey, you make your own decisions. Right. But you got to live with the consequences of the right. decisions, you yeah, know. And that's, that's true. I appreciate that because, you know, hey, that's, that's what life is about. 
Yeah, you know, making. I can see that. He seems like <laughs> I can yeah. see. Yeah, I can see him being just like that. So you live the consequences. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. If I'm that's, teaching my son now, like, yeah. So, all right, son. <laughs> and, and so, so again, that's a real godly man, and it's a struggle just to find real, just godly men. Because a lot of yeah. times people feel like, oh, it's just for the, uh, the preacher to to live a certain way. But no, it's yeah. for all of us to live a certain way, uh, to live and be examples of godliness. Because mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like. Um, the pastor ain't at your job. The pastor isn't in the grocery store with you. Mm-hmm. So when that person needs to see that the light of Christ, you know what I mean, you should be able to shine that off, right? Um, for just for the world to see. Um, any, uh, I was going to say like you know what did that mentor taught you, but you said you know he kind of just taught you like living right. Uh, yeah, basically and, pretty much how to be a man, you know. Yeah. How to take care of your family. Yeah. You know, uh, take care of your bills. Yeah. Pay your bills on time and um, just basically being a man, yeah, like a, a man's man. Which is can't which you which is can't be overstated or can't be stated enough in this time, especially man. in this time. I've, I've heard stories of of husbands that don't even pay the bills, their wife pay the bills, yeah, and he worked too. I'm like, well, why are you not paying the bills? You know, he's supposed to be the provider. Yeah, you know? so golly man, right? Like teaches us how. Which I'm glad I'm in a. A place that teaches me how to be a godly man and how to be an example of yes, being sir. a real man. So, yes, sir. yeah, I love you. Any uh, any memorable quote or scripture that you've come across since you've been saved? I saw the one you gave earlier, right? Okay. Uh, um, that has changed you. That you just like, man. Like, I don't know if it's a, a quote or not, but I know the scripture says how if you being evil know how to give good gifts to your mm-hmm. children, yeah. and how much more your father. Um, for me, the Lord. He dropped that in my spirit when my son was born. The same day my son was born, we was in the hospital. Right. And I remember just, you know, looking out the window, just kind of reflecting on stuff. And mm-hmm. um, he basically dropped in my spirit, you know, the same way that you feel about your son, how you care about your son, how there's nothing you want to do for him. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel about you. And then some. Right. You know, and so that kind of really just, that just resonated with me. You know, how if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more did your father, you know, and, and that really, uh, that just, that sticks to me since he's been born. Every time I look at that boy, yeah, you know, he's just, he's just a blessing. Uh, what is, uh, like, tell us about, like, the most ins- inspirational thing you've experienced, whether it's Bible verse, artwork, book, nature, person. Um, I guess the... Well, I was just talking about the, my son being this. Yeah, I, I, I was like, I was like, I'm probably gonna go right back to your son. Yeah, that, that'd be it right there. The most inspirational thing is it's changed you, your son. Uh, do you have any favorite Christian movies or books? Um, I don't really. You know, it's weird. I don't really know a lot of Christian movies. It's awkward. I watched I Ten Commandments I, the other day, which took like you know. I watched week. War Room. You know, <laughs> I was like, it's okay. You know, <laughs> everybody loved. I like nothing against it. Yeah. I mean, it's good. Yeah. Ten Commandments is the most amazing movie to be, because yeah. it was recorded in like the 50s and it looks amazing. So. Yeah, I mean, for the, the technology that they had. Yeah. Um, I have here lately been kind of inspired with like biblical archaeology. Like that's kind of okay. been inspiring me just to build my faith as far as the the validity of the Bible. You mm-hmm. know? And it's been really uh, faith building. Yeah. Why so? Why you say so? Why, I mean, why just, just to be able to see what I'm reading about. You know, mm-hmm. to see like, wow, this stuff like existed, and here's the actual proof of it. Oh yeah, you know, man. and this this facts out there. I think a lot of people don't really know it, right? Okay. They kind of Dang. just 
I don't know. I don't know what people's minds are, but there's so many facts out there. If you actually start studying, there's so many facts. It's facts and, outside the Bible, like yeah, Roman, Roman history. Like they got stuff. They talk about Jesus and they call him Christus. Yeah. It's like, man, it's it's right there in our face. Yeah. The, the facts are there. Yeah, I think I listened to um, this one podcast that talks about uh, history, and they did an episode on uh, Noah's Ark one time. Mm. Yeah, of course, they're scientists, so they tried to like. Now, at the end, they gave all this factual, yeah. amazing stuff. I'm not going to say the name of the podcast, but they gave all this factual stuff mm-hmm. at, that pointed to, like, this event actually happening. I mean, at the end, <laughs> they tried to be like, well, you know, that's, that's what they say, though. Like, I was like, they gave all of this. Mind you, again, they gave all the factual evidence themselves. It was like the best case yeah. for the ball I've ever heard. Yeah. When I was listening to them, and I was just like, "Man, this is amazing." Yeah. Um, but it's so much out there that actually proves. Yeah. Um, it, it, towards the Christ, I think what's the guy's name? Um, Lee Strobel, who actually set out to disprove the Bible, mm-hmm. and ended up being converted. <laughs> yeah. He said, like, "This thing is true." Yeah, it and, is. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it's a uh, the case for Christ. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. It's been a long time since I looked at. It. It's been like ten years, man, since I've actually looked at it, but. Um, yeah, uh, and I read the book, but mm-hmm. he uh, he set out to disprove Christ and ended up being like a like, great apologist. Yeah. <laughs> Almost a great apologist, like, but he from, ended up being like the story end up yeah, end up pointing to how great uh, Christ actually is and how it's true. Um, yeah, he been like he had like a Bible now and everything, like oh, a right. show Bible and everything. It's yeah, amazing. It's, I've, I've really um, been enjoying it, the archaeology, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we get out of here, though, uh, you know, what thought would you like to leave to the listeners and why? My um, thought would be, you know, that there's a very real God, mm-hmm. you know, who has very real love and concern and care. Yeah. Uh, for those that will come to him, you know, if you just come to him. Um, he really does care about it, and he's very real. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not some far off, you know, distant entity. He's he's closer than what what a lot of people realize. Like right. he's there waiting, you know, right for somebody to open up to him. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what I would encourage them if they were if they're really looking, you know, just open up to him. He he'll make himself known. Right. Yeah. Very. I feel like a lot of people don't understand that like God is right there mm-hmm. ever present right like and he's ready he's ready to rescue you you know mm-hmm. what I mean from so many people in this day and time or I would say losing hope and you see it every day oh yeah um and they're looking for they're looking for hope but they're looking for hope in hopeless mm. hopeless like situation like like you know what I mean like um if somebody came looking to CJ or Floyd for help, yeah. it's only so much we could do, right? Like I, I, my, as much as I may want to be help for you, as much as I, I may want to be hope for you, it's only so much I can do. Yeah. Um, but, um, and they're looking to government, and they're looking to, but, and the, uh, the best hope I can find is in Jesus. It is. You know what I mean? So, he's very real, and so like like you were saying, he's very real. If you really want help. If you really want it's available. joy and peace, it's really available. And it's an everlasting hope. It's everlasting. You know, because, I mean, I got converted in 2009. Yeah. It's 2021 now. Right. And he's still very present, still there in my life, still holding me, still keeping me. Yeah. Um, And that's 
that's something else that you can hope to. Like, even if you do, when you do get converted, you know, he's going to be right there with you to go through the journey with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can go all the way. All the way. That's that's his plan. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, man. I appreciate you for stopping by. Uh, I did get you something for uh, stopping by. Um, and, you know, have another episode. Maybe we can talk about being getting godly friends since we talk every day. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, <laughs> I may have you come back for something like that. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoyed it, man. All right, man. I'm, I appreciate you coming by again. Uh, we're going to go ahead and roll the outro. This has been another episode of the About Faith Podcast with me, your host, TJ Hawthorne. I want to thank you for tuning in. Man, this show wouldn't be what it is if it wasn't for you. So why don't you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and on all your social media platforms, share it with your friends. And until next time, be blessed.